Hello, my name is Sarah, and I am your chakra coach. On this podcast, we'll be exploring how the chakra system can help guide you to grow your emotional, mental, physical, and spiritual wellness, leading you closer to your highest self. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the show. As always, I am so glad you're here. Uh, If you are listening when this comes out, the full moon is just a few days away, and it's a great time to release anything that's holding you back and renew yourself for the moon cycle ahead. My newest full moon meditation is up on the Patreon page, so if you want to download it there, you can use it uh, really at any time, but it's especially good this time of the month. The link to that page is in the show notes, or you can go to patreon.com slash your chakra coach, and it's there waiting for you. Uh, Guided meditations are a great way to get your practice started, and uh, I think most of you know by now that I think meditation is the absolute best way to balance your chakras and honestly improve your life in so many ways. So, I invite you all to check out that full moon meditation on the Patreon page. And on April 1st, 2022, it's a new moon. I'll be leading a free live meditation that night. The link to that is also in the show notes, and it will also be on Instagram and Facebook. So keep an eye out there for all the details. Today, we're on to the crown chakra, a And a topic that I think is a little misunderstood, surrendering or transcending the ego. Overall, I I think the poor crown chakra doesn't get nearly as much interest or attention as it could. We're all very concerned with the lower chakras, which makes sense because we spend so much time just trying to navigate the material world. And we tend to think of all the trauma that we've experienced here, how bad we feel because of it. And so many of us are just desperately looking for a way to feel better here and now. And that is totally reasonable. And I would never say that we should neglect that work. In fact, I've said a thousand times that when we're working for balance And to build a stable foundation, the root, the root chakra is the place to start. Most of my coaching clients start at the root. But here's something interesting. The root and the crown chakras are connected at a very deep level. I know I've mentioned the concept of paired chakras before, and maybe the concept needs a whole episode to itself. In the seven main chakras, Six of them are paired to each other, and the root and the crown chakras are one of those pairings. All the chakras affect each other since they're all part of the same system, but paired chakras have a direct effect on each other. Have you done a ton of work on your root chakra, but you feel like you're you're just not getting there or feeling any differently? It may be that your crown chakra is depleted or imbalanced and is impacting your work in your lower chakra. This isn't uncommon at all. Anyway, I don't want to get into too much depth on that. Again, I think we need to do a whole episode on paired chakras, but my point is that 
If you think you can't work on your crown chakra until you get the lower chakras balanced, it's possible that work here could actually support the other work you're doing. So the crown chakra, it is our connection to the divine, to the universe, to our highest self. It is responsible for our right to know. And that concept of knowing is very broad. Knowing ourselves, knowing the divine, knowing the truth, knowing that we are intricately connected to something larger than ourselves. For some of us, that might simply be humanity. For others, that could be nature or cosmic consciousness or maybe whatever your vision of God is. It doesn't particularly matter what words we give it. We're woven into the fabric of it. And I know from talking to a lot of you that it can be hard to feel that, even if you intellectually understand it. Not incidentally, I think that connectedness is where we can start to feel a sense of self-worth that so many of us struggle with in the root chakra. We're not just an individual living out our days aimlessly and with no purpose. We're an integral part of what's happening on the planet and in the universe. The trick is to find the balance between our sense of individuality and our sense of being part of the whole or being the whole. And I know I've talked before about how these two feelings can be at odds, depending on our backgrounds. And if you felt or you feel hidden or dismissed or subservient, particularly in a religious way, losing your sense of individuality that you worked so hard to develop feels terrible. And on the other end, some people are looking to transcend this life completely and be nothing but a spiritual being. And both of these desires are wrapped up in the idea of transcending or surrendering the ego. The ego gets a really bad rap. It's it's a psychological designation that has made its way into the mainstream, and it's gotten a little distorted. We think of having an ego as a bad thing, that if you have a big ego, you have an inflated sense of self-worth or that you're selfish or arrogant. So a lot of us, especially women, try to make ourselves smaller, keeping our opinions to ourselves questioning our right to do things, to take action for ourselves, all in the name of being humble, which is not the opposite of having an ego. The ego, in psychology and for our spiritual growth purposes, can really be distilled into this. Our ego is a collection of traits that make us an individual, physical, emotional, all the traits that make us who we are comprise our ego. It's this incarnation, this life, this body you inhabit. And as part of the cosmos, it deserves respect. It deserves development to be explored fully and understood fully. That's the lower chakra work, not just root, sacral, solar plexus, although that's a huge part of it, especially that last one, the solar plexus, but all the chakras below the crown. That's how we know who we are. 
and how we know what part we play in the grand scheme of life. We look at all the parts of ourselves, our ego, including the things we might consider dark or shadowy or undesirable. We want to know them because when we know them, know them in the crown chakra way, that's when we can start to transcend the ego, but not before that. (laughs) Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious lolly focus pops or lolly mellow pops for kids. And for parents, try three new brainy chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. I worked with a gentleman once who in our very first session, asked me how to kill his ego. Kill it. Kill the things that made him unique, that made him him. And it wasn't because he had an outside opinion of himself, whatever that means. He really believed he needed to abandon himself to be spiritual. And I think this is a really tricky area to navigate, to find the balance between the physical and non-physical. The problem in this case was that he hadn't spent much time really understanding his physical nature, and I'm including his emotional and mental nature in that as well. What time he had spent was used to note all the things he didn't like about himself or the world and then come to the conclusion that if he could just kill his ego, those things he didn't like would disappear into the void, into the universe, and he wouldn't have to ever deal with them. But that's not how it works. We have to respect the fact that we have an incarnation, that we have a physical, emotional, and mental presence. It's unavoidable. And it bypasses the purpose of the crown chakra, which is to give us the capacity to know ourselves and our place in the world. And this doesn't have to be done at the end of our chakra work. It's part of it to be explored along the way. You can both develop and transcend the ego, both understand yourself and not be attached to the physical, to things, to your body. You can both appreciate and acknowledge the body, the self, the ego, without giving them outsized importance. And you see what I mean about a tricky balance? So what is the benefit to transcending the ego? We can also think about quieting the ego, if that's an easier way to envision it. Why should we worry about it? Not because we want to lessen our importance in the world, that's not it at all. A quiet ego, a quiet self doesn't 
cease to exist. It just gets out of the way. When we, when we understand ourselves, and I almost said fully understand, but I don't think that's likely. It's a spectrum and a continuum of understanding, and we're just looking to move further along it. But when we understand who we are, we develop compassion, not just for ourselves, although that's huge, but also for others. Compassion allows us to be less defensive, to forgive, to experience gratitude. The ego becomes quieter, not lost. We see our interconnectedness more. We're less focused on appearances and more interested in the spirit. Our own spirit, sure, but also the spirit of others. We see our interdependence, embrace it, and we allow ourselves to move away from an us versus them view of the world to foster qualities that nurture personal growth and growth in others. Qualities like curiosity, authenticity, self-awareness, morality, and acceptance. Transcending our own ego also promotes autonomy, our right to self, and to respect the rights of others rather than putting what we think they should and should not do on them. It opens space for people to grow into who they need to become, not who we think they should become. This, this growth is so important. Even though it can seem counter to the idea that we're all part of the whole, we don't want to dissolve the ego, dissolve the self, because without it, we can't function properly in the world, which is what we're supposed to be doing with our time here. The point is to be a fully functioning individual that contributes to the larger consciousness to loosen our identification with our bodies and self without losing it completely. Again, very tricky balance. And that's why it's lifelong work, not something that can be done simply by killing our ego or disassociating from who we are. This personality, this body is fleeting, but it is now. The crown chakra gives us a way to experience both the physical and spiritual planes, to respect and love both without being attached to either. Transcending the ego allows us to develop altruism, the process of doing good in the world without needing that good to be returned or desiring personal gains. We're not looking to abandon our responsibilities in the world, eliminate our personalities. In fact, our personality is what allows us to meet those responsibilities and grow in the first place. Transcending the ego is becoming aware of all the parts of our personality, our self, but not exaggerating the importance. It's knowing that we are a part of all, but not losing ourself to the dominant culture or another person or group. We let go of possessiveness, of greed, of scarcity. We don't let go of relationships, of connection, of intimacy. Nor 
Are we attached to them in a way that defines us? We acknowledge and respect our wounds, knowing that they inform the present, but they don't limit the present and they don't limit the future. Again, this is where the crown and root intersect. Without the willingness to transcend the ego, we identify and hold on to those traumas, believing that they are the things that make us us. In episode 88, I talked at length about identifying with imbalances and trauma, holding on to them and creating ourself around them. The crown chakra and transcending the ego allows us to reclaim our true self, which is not the physical body or emotional body that experienced those traumas. And that allows us to become more fully realized beings, more fully our true selves, more completely connected and embraced by the love and gratitude that is the nature of the universe. I think this concept can feel very out there, right? And not at all practical, but there are some things that we can do or, or start to create consciously in our lives that can lead us closer to ego transcendence or ego quieting or ego surrender. The first is to be fully present in each moment. That's a massive task and certainly not something I expect to be able to do, but what we can do is, is work toward it. Finding moments in each day that we can be fully involved in. Put your phone down when someone is talking to you. Listen to understand rather than to respond. Engage with the world around you without trying to change it or always be thinking about the next thing. Starting to be really present is the first way to appreciate yourself and how you fit into the bigger picture. Part of being present is being aware of your thoughts and emotions, identifying them and then choosing them. Rather than allowing your brain to run on autopilot, repeating the same narratives that it's always been telling you. When you make a choice or a decision, start to consciously make it from a place of love rather than fear. It's not going to be easy at first, and it might not even feel realistic. I mean, when there's somebody in your life that you find difficult to love, how can you make decisions about what to do and say based on love? That's the practice. That's the work. That's the action of becoming a quieter ego, a more connected, compassionate human. Identify your negative self-talk. Identify your negative other talk. We talk a lot on this podcast about how we speak to ourselves, and that's incredibly important. The crown chakra asks us to discover how we talk about others as well. And I mean everyone, your ex, your coworker, your dad, your neighbor, that person on social media who has different political views from you, everyone. And if you don't struggle with this, please let me know how you do it because everyone I know struggles with this at least some of the time, if not most of the time. We can accept in our heads and even into our hearts that we're all part of the same fabric, but 
what we think and how we feel and what we do is hard to change from an us and them mentality to just an us. Finding that integrity between what we want to feel and what we actually feel is key to transcending the ego. Eliminate the line between your private self and public self. Live in harmony with your true self. None of these are easy, and personally, I don't expect to ever be perfect at it. But part of growth, personal spiritual growth, is to always be working towards it. To give up the idea of perfection, to detach from success yet still move forward. That's transcending the ego, and that's the work of the crown chakra. When we find ourselves in this space, that's when we'll start to find balance and harmony and universal love. That's what I have for you this week. It was a was a bit heady, I think. So hopefully at least some of it resonated with you and you found the information and concepts useful. The crown chakra is the least physical of the seven main chakras. So I know it can feel less important. I encourage you though, to spend at least a little time on it since it really does impact all the other energy centers and how we experience the physical world. Please feel free to join Your Chakra Coach on Facebook and Instagram. I would love to hear from you. And head over to the Patreon page for that full moon meditation. The information about the April 1st new moon meditation will be in all of those places, including the show notes. And as always, remember to share this show with a friend who could use it, other seekers, other finders and explorers in the world. It's going to take all of us to create the world we want to live in, to create peace and love, both internally and externally. I look forward to seeing everyone again next week. Bye.